Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Thursday the 18th of March. My name is Sam Kozlowski and helping me make sense of today's news is Zara Seidler. Making news today. Phase 1B gets ready to roll. Terror arrests in Victoria. Some good news about vertical consumption. And a breakdown of the evolving COVID-19 crisis in Papua New Guinea. Here's today's Daily Digest. So yesterday, the federal government launched its vaccine booking website, established in time for Phase 1B to be rolled out, but it did not go to plan. People aged over 70, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people aged over 55, healthcare workers not covered in Phase 1A and adults with underlying medical conditions should be able to book an appointment to be vaccinated from today. However, the website crashed many times yesterday. Two Victorian men and a 16-year-old boy have been arrested by the Joint Counter-Terrorism Team on terror-related charges. It's in relation to a fire in Bushland near Epping last month and an assault in the Melbourne metro area. Police say the men were motivated by an ideology based on religious extremism. At least eight people have been killed in three separate shootings at massage parlours in Atlanta, Georgia, after a gunman attacked the venues. A 21-year-old male was arrested, and while a motive is currently unknown, Atlanta's police chief speculated it may be a hate crime targeted at Asian Americans, who have been the subject of rising levels of hate connected to COVID-19. And the good news, and it is not in relation to my throat. Despite recording one locally acquired case of COVID-19, New South Wales residents will now be able to engage in vertical consumption at indoor venues, pubs and bars, which basically means you can stand up while drinking. New South Wales Deputy Premier John Barillaro foreshadowed another major announcement next Wednesday if cases remain low. So this morning we wanted to bring you up to speed on the evolving situation in Papua New Guinea where a mass COVID outbreak is putting the nation's health system under some immense stress. You would have seen in the headlines yesterday that Australia has stepped in to help, but let's think about what that help actually is going to look like. So we first heard of the severity of COVID-19 in Papua New Guinea earlier this week when Queensland health authorities reported that 50% of the tests they had conducted came back positive for COVID-19. Since then, the WHO has identified that Papua New Guinea is facing a high or extreme risk of community transmission. In Port Moresby's major hospital, 97% of beds are occupied and 19 of the 21 provinces are facing major community outbreaks. This is the first time a Pacific neighbour of Australia has come under such immense threat from COVID-19, so it's been really interesting to see how the government has responded. Yesterday, Prime Minister Scott Morrison and Health Minister Greg Hunt held a media conference where they announced a huge range of measures that they will be exercising straight away to help our Pacific neighbours. Firstly, they'll be sending 8,000 AstraZeneca jabs to Papua New Guinea in the next week to vaccinate frontline workers. This is seen as a really important first step for the country as it allows the health system to keep going. The vaccines are going to be delivered by an OSMAT team. And that's basically a medical team from Australia that's going to go in and assess the needs of the country and identify where the Australian government can specifically help. For now, the Australian government has pledged to send a million surgical masks, 100,000 gloves, gowns and goggles, 20,000 face shields, 100,000 packages of hand sanitizer, and most importantly, 200 non-invasive ventilators. This is critical medical infrastructure that will somewhat assist the most vulnerable Papua New Guineans 
There'd be a few major factors the government is thinking about right now in terms of how important it is for them to step in in PNG. Not only is PNG Australia's closest geographical neighbour, but the two countries have a deep shared history of supporting each other. The thing that comes to most people's mind here is, of course, Kokoda. The Australian government is arguing that an out-of-control COVID-19 epidemic in PNG would be a humanitarian disaster for the region. PNG shares a border with the Solomon Islands and Indonesia, so it's in Australia's best interests, but more importantly, it's the right thing to do to step in and help. I really enjoyed reading the article by Jonathan Pryke, who's the director of the Pacific Islands program at the Lowy Institute. He said, The true test of friendship is what you do when the chips are down. The shocking scale of PNG's COVID-19 outbreak means it needs critical help right now. Through our own management of COVID-19, we have earned the right to be generous. We have the chance to show genuine leadership when it is most needed. That's all we have time to cover off today. But in the meantime, follow the day's news on Instagram at The Daily Oz. It's where over 95,000 Australians get their news throughout the day. And we would love you to become part of the community. 